Quando tu finisci le parole Sto qui, sto qui Forse a te ne servono due sole Sto qui, sto qui We're here with Oscar Songs nominees Diane Warren and Laura Passini for the song Io Si from the Netflix film The Life Ahead. It is Diane Warren's 12th Best Song nomination. They're with us today on Crew Call. Cause I see you So, Diane and Laura, tell me about how this collaboration started. Well, first, I I wrote I wrote the song "Scene" um, after after reading the script um, of the Life Ahead, which is such an amazing, beautiful movie, and we we realized that in an Italian movie, a song in English wouldn't really work, didn't work at all. And Laura and I, we, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I can't, I lose track of time. It was probably 20 years. I don't know how long ago we met, 15 years ago, yeah, 10 years ago. We, we met in LA and talked about working together and for whatever reason, it didn't happen. And I thought, okay, th this is Sophia Loren. We need the best, we have the best actress in, in Italy, we we need the best singer in Italy. Who's better than Laura Pausini? There's nobody, there's nobody better. No, Diane, you're oh. so smart. You're so intelligent. I love you. <laughs> exactly. See, I and I, you know, I reached out and um, you know, and Laura, it was what you hear. She was inspired by my song, and it became our song. Yeah. I received the proposal from uh, Eduardo, and then the young sent me the song in English, which I was in love with immediately. And um, in the very beginning, I didn't know regarding the idea to have the Italian uh, version. So uh, um, I was in love uh, of the movie, of course, and the song had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lyrics. So um, when they proposed me to try to have uh, the adaptation in Italian, I was a little scared in the beginning. I felt like I'm not able to do the same pathos, the same uh, um, emotion in Italian because of the, the sentence and the, the, you know, the, the, the way the syllable, syllable yeah, the syllables. Yeah, the syllables are very different. And I wanted I wanted to keep the title scene, but it was impossible because in Italian, we need a sentence to, to say scene. 
So uh, I've, I've been working hard with Nicolò Agliardi and uh, it took us uh, 20 days more or less. And this is my first time writing uh, lyric uh, in, a, in such a long time, but I wanted to have the same emotion that Diane uh, gave me uh, with her version, which is still amazing. I, I just adore that. And then when I proposed to Diane and Eduardo, the Italian version, uh, they said to me they loved it. And then it started everything. We, we are a family. We are a group of people that want to build something together, such as the movie, the message of the movie is. So I, I feel that it's very touching everything because everything is very sincere, is very, uh, we are all united for the same cause. It's such a gorgeous movie. It reminds me so much of, um, of Tornatore's work, like with mm -hmm. Cinema Paradiso. It's such, a, it, it's such a gorgeous, beautiful, moving, emotional Italian movie. Um, mm -hmm. Diane, when you, how did, it, how did the project come to you? Did, I mean, did Eduardo call you up? Did Netflix call you up? Like, how does this, how does this whole, how does it, the process begin, especially with a lot of Oscar contending films? Well, this, this happens. Oh, yeah, okay. they're intended to be Oscar contenders way in advance. Well, I, I, okay, I, this kind of started at an Oscar event. I went to Diane von Furstenberg, had, had, I was nominated, this is like two years ago. Um, um, I'm trying to think what I was, I think it might have been, I'll fight. And a friend of mine, Linda Weinman, uh, who's one of the producers of the movie, was telling me, you know, she, uh, she was telling me she's, she's involved in, in this new Sophia Loren movie. She was telling me the story about she's a whole Holocaust survivor. And all of a sudden I got so interested. I mean, who wouldn't be interested in a, Sophia, a movie starring Sophia Loren? And just the subject matter sounded amazing. And she told me, um, she gave me Eduardo's number and I, I called him because I'm not shy. If, I, if something interests me or excites me, I'm not like too cool for the room where I can't call somebody. I called and I go, look, this sounds so amazing. If you have any interest in me, you know, being involved, I'd, I'd love to read the script. And, and which I did, he sent me the script and it was so moving. It really moved me. It's such an, I mean, you saw it, it's such a beautiful story. And um, I kept seeing the word, you know, no pun intended, seeing the word, <clears throat> I kept seeing the word seen because these are people that are not seen by the world for who they are. They're like, oh, she's an old prostitute. Oh, as a street kid, you know, you know, they don't, they're not seen. They're, they're these beautiful people. And there's so many people in the world as well that, that aren't seen. You know, we don't, none of us see, so many of us don't see each other in the time run. Sorry, I just kind of digressed a little bit. But, but the movie, I, 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 I saw, I, I wanted to write, and then the first thing I came up with was I, was I, was, and I started the chords. I had a broken hand at the time. I remember like trying to play chords and coming up with, I want you to know that you're seen. And to me, that was just, the magical, just that simple phrase to say to somebody, I want you to know that you're seeing. It's so simple, but it's not simple. It's it's compelling and everything. It's right? so beautiful. I mean, thank you. I don't mean it in an egotistical way because I like but it's just a like to, to be seen. What you know, so many people don't feel seen, don't feel heard, or feel invisible. Then you had COVID on top of this. So but I don't know if I, I think I started digressing. I don't think I've had enough coffee yet. No, so so here's the thing. Um, 
were, were the, in writing the lyrics, were, were there any scenes that jumped out at you? Because the, the, I'm here, I'm here. Like to me, it, it brings, I mean, it's Sophia Loren in the entire, she's, she's his anchor. But I think also, I think also um, when I first wrote it, right, as seen, I wrote it to be for both of them to each other because it could be Momo talking to Sophia too because she's also not seen. So the, 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 the fact they start seeing each other through their hearts, they truly see each other. And then when Laura, well, you'll talk more, but when you start working with Eduardo, it really became Madame Rose's voice and actually they, they changed the ending in the movie. They took dialogue out of the movie to make the song the dialogue at the end. This isn't just a song at the end of a, you know, at the end, ending credit song, nothing wrong with that. But this song is actually integral to the ending of that movie. But you want to, Laura, I'm leaving it with you. Yeah, that's it. I remember I was asking to Eduardo, who's the one who's talking with the other one? So Eduardo said to me, you have to imagine to be Sophia's voice um, talking, chatting with uh, Momo. Um, and, and so that actually helped me very much because I, when I started writing in Italian, I had Sophia on my mind uh, and knowing her way of thinking, of course, uh, having in my mind the whole movie uh, very present in me, but also knowing the way she's used to uh, talking with people was uh, helpful for me because I wanted to use um, words that are not typical in the same times, very simple, because the fact that the song, the music and the lyrics in, in, in English and in Italian are very simple, doesn't mean that are something so-and-so, it's the opposite. It's very difficult to, to write a simple song, which arrive immediately to all kind of people, uh, kids, parents, grandchildren, grandparents, you know. It's for everyone who needs to be seen and, and also for the one who believes that you can create a family without having the same blood, which is the meaning of the movie. And actually that's the thing that touched me so much because I, I feel that's the way we have to live we are created to, to build something, which is, first of all, a family. And it's not necessary to be part of the same um, DNA. How do you call that in, in, uh, in English? No, uh, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, the same DNA, the yeah. same DNA. Tell me about, so Diane was telling me before our interview that the song's doing very well on adult contemporary charts over here, the billboard charts up at um, number 19. How is it doing in Italy? You know, just listening to this, Diane, this is a it very- number one, right? Didn't it go number one on, on Spotify? And, um... Yeah, the, it's number one on the uh, vinyl. Uh, uh -huh. And um, the people here reacted in a very, like kind of shock way because uh, it's, uh, it's not so easy in the recent times to listen to a real song. I mean, there's a lot of music right now. There's a lot of um, 
rap or trap music on radios uh, or up-tempo music songs. And uh, this is a ballad with a message, uh, which is long time uh, is not presented in Italy. And uh, the fact that was uh, the winner of uh, Golden Globes and now nominated for Oscar, like <laughs> the Italians kept it like, what? Um, they feel it like the song is written by everyone from Italy, is singed by everyone from here. So they accepted it with a kind of love that is more than appreciate. It's like uh, very personal. So, so Laura, forgive my, I, I, I have gaps in my knowledge of Italian pop music. All right. So the last reference I have yeah, is from the 90s. Eros Ramizotti mm -hmm. and and um there was a great I, I don't know if this is the album Nord Sud Ovest Est. Oh uh, <laughs> so it's a good so, it's your 883 is yes, yes 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 so but <laughs> in, in in hearing the song it reminded me a, a little bit of 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 Eros yeah, and I was sure. thinking this has got to be a huge hit in Italy yeah. this is especially especially during COVID. It's got to be yeah. such an anthem and an inspirational song. And I mean, are people singing it in the streets? In the streets, impossible because we are locked down, totally locked down. Yeah. But, but people would sing from their balconies. <laughs> yes, from the balcony, that's possible, yeah. You know, uh, I feel this is going to be a, I think the song's going to end up being a copyright. Like this, yeah. this classical singer just sang it. I have to send you, did I send it to you? Yeah, no. Oh my God, this, this singer in England, this amazing like uh, kind of opera crossover singer loved it and did this beautiful version. I'm gonna send it to you. I think that's gonna happen. We're gonna get, I think the song is gonna be a copyright. You know, where we're, there's gonna be a million covers of it as well. Yeah, so, there's plenty of covers from Italian people on the social medias. That's, that's sure that everybody wants to sing especially singers, you know? It, we miss in Italy someone who can sing not right now. So uh, they love the fact that, that this is, a, for, we call it real music. So um, I'm, I'm in love that the, the Italians love the song so much. And uh, I repeat, even though uh, radios are uh, concentrated on uh, different kind of music, all of a sudden, you listen to EOC on the radio and you go like, my God, this is Italian. This is amazing. This is beautiful. And Diane is a big star here now, very big. Like, the young one, Laura Pausini present EOC from the nomination song. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I think you're... you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Diane, when you, when you begin, I mean, I, I got to think, you know, you get up in the morning, whatever moves you. But I mean, did you start off on guitar? What What do you write on? Do you write on guitar? Do you write on I, piano? Both. I, I play guitar and piano, you know, badly, but enough to, you know, write a song on it. So yeah, I play both. This I, I, I wrote on, on keyboards, you know, with, with a guitar sound, actually, you know, because I kind of, I heard that, that's, you know, sonically, more than a piano when I was writing with this. I started. And then during the course of a year, how many songs are you writing? You know, I write about a song a week. Okay. You know? 
I mean, and me and Laura, Laura, I got more for you. When you come here, we're going to sit down and listen to some songs. Yeah, come I got. I didn't want to send. I'm just going to plan. And then during COVID, writing this during COVID, Diane, yeah. does it was it was it a big deal? I know, like for well, a lot, of it wasn't a big deal at all. You know what? I wow, this is really different. I'm sitting alone in my room. All I do is sit alone in my room. I'm good. Like, I and mean, then yeah. you're usually shipping the song. You're usually emailing this a demo of the song out anyway to the singer. Yes. Yeah. You know. I'll. I'll you know. We, yeah, it was a little harder to get demos done, but we did. But something cool happened during this time is I got kind of back into my own thing. So I would send someone, if I'm working on something, I'd maybe just play on my guitar or piano and, and you know, give it to somebody. Here, do what you want. Where There's something pure about that, too. That's why when I sit down with you, Laura, and play a couple things, it's going to be raw. That's going to be, and I want to go see where you're going to take it. You yeah, know? of course. I can wait to the end. So get out here. Get out here already. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so Laura, you're you're you're. Are you coming for the Oscars? Look, um, we hope to be able to have the visa in time. Otherwise, for European candidates uh, who, for whatever reason, cannot reach Los Angeles, we've been told that they are setting up hub in London for the ceremony. So let's see what happens. I'm I'm still crossing fingers to to fly out to Los Angeles. So the plan is for you to sing it for the, yeah. for, the for for me to sing for Diane to play. I'm not anything. I'm not anyone without Diane. This song is us. Is from is our song. Is not mine. So if I have the opportunity and the honor to sing, I want Diane with me. If not, my voice doesn't come out. <laughs> no, I'll just mess it up. I'll just. <laughs> So Diane, would you perform on the show as well? Would you play um, piano? Yes, yes. Yes. But I don't know if we're supposed to be talking about that yet. So <laughs> I don't know if we can say that actually. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. So just so. yeah, we hope we hope to. Okay. Let's okay. say we hope to. But I let me tell you, Anthony, let me tell you that uh, when Diane sent me the song. It came to me in uh, August, no, sorry, July. And um, I was living uh, in a very frustrated moment, my career, not my career, but my life, because uh, I was locked down since February. And I, and I started asking to myself uh, why, or if there was a reason for me to continue dedicating me uh, writing and singing song uh, while the the whole country was locked down and there were no good news any day were every day was very strange and I focused myself on my daughter um, and I I wanted to stop all all the things regarding my my career and all of a sudden came the song and I, th I thought it was kind of light on our, like um, really reopened my mind and gave me the, the strength I needed to feel, I, I have to, to sing, I have, even with COVID. I was r really, it, it's strange for me because I'm a little, I'm, I'm similar to uh, Diane in some way, she's a volcano 
and I am a volcano while I'm singing or in, in my stage, but um, probably because I'm not able to understand how to live inside a house, because uh, uh, I didn't remember such a long time inside the same uh, room for since I was 18, now I'm 46. So it was shocking for me, really. And I have to thank Diane to think about me and sent me this song that is a lie. It's, she see me, she sees me. And I hear you. Yeah, so you really Not protected me. <laughs> she protected me. She didn't know at that time, but she really changed my way of living that time. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, wow. Gift, gift to both of us then. <laughs> Grazie. And then it was it was recorded. I would it was recorded over in Italy. Yeah, I have a recording studio at in in a house uh, um, in the field where my parents still living and I was born there. So I I drove to my parents' house where my recording studio is and I did it there. Where's where's that? Can you tell us? Yes, it's a place in uh, the north, in uh, the region called Emilia-Romagna, where Bologna is, Bologna or Ravenna, and the, the village is Castel Bolognese, which is Bologna Castle. It's a little a small village, but it's a beautiful one, like Tuscany way of living. Beautiful. Um, Diane. You, this is your 12th nomination. Yeah, um, right? You know, we've seen this before with, with Randy Newman. Randy, it was, he won on his 16th nomination. And you know what else? You know, okay, so his 16th nomination, by the way, I think not, how many of those were songs? Because his was songs. Well, it was a combo of songs and scores. Yeah. That was a combo of songs and scores. I mean, I've, lost, was... I've lost more times in the song department than Randy Newman at this point. But no. <laughs> But you wait, know what's I mean, crazy? Wait, wait, check this out. When he won, I was up against him with a song called There You'll Be from Pearl Harbor. Oh, wow. I, I love that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> But what is, look, I'm not looking, I'm not looking to, to trash the Academy, but I'm just curious, is it, when, when you talk to Oscar strategists, how do they make sense of this? Like, come on, it's, the 12th time and, and and this is like for example i thought you had it i thought you had it slam dunked with lady gaga with till it happens to you that was the time I how ironic is it that she blows the shatters the glass whatever she shatters the walls at the dolby with that song with that performance on the oscar cast and it loses best song. Everyone okay. was just like, oh, oh. okay. I was since I was there, and that was one of the best performances like I've ever seen. Not because I wrote the song, yeah, but it was, but it was just when all those survivors were on stage with her, and she hit a note that full voice. I still don't know how the fuck she hit that note. You know, damn, when she goes up the octave, whoa, how did you get there? It was just anyway. So I remember just looking around me during at the end of that performance and people sobbing. Then there's a commercial break, and then it got to the category, and the winner is, and I was like, what? And I literally heard, like, I felt like there was a gasp in the room, because that's, I think that was the one time people really thought that that was a lock, including me, to be honest. And I was like, what just happened? 
And I think even um, Sam Smith, who won, was a little shocked, you know, when, but um, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> that's the one time. But who won us this time? Yeah. It was, who, it, who won it? Oh, who won? Oh, Sam Smith for- um, Oh, Sam Smith, okay. You know, it was like, and I know he was shocked, but there was like, but that time, and then there was when I wrote Because You Love Me, th those were the two times that I really thought I was going to win. But you know what, you just- you know, I, like I'm, I'm glad I keep getting to come back to the party, to be honest, because it, it, seriously, to be nominated for an Academy Award one time is amazing because there's there's hundreds. Think of all the songs that are all the movies that are released a year. Right. There's hundreds and hundreds of songs. There's, there's hundreds of movies. The grant. OK, well, like for the Grammys, for instance, there's a lot of song categories, lots yeah. of them. best R&B, best country, best this, best that. Oscars has one category five songs if you look at the people that are voting in the music branch they're the best of the best of the best of the best they're the best composers in the world they're the best songwriters in the world if they you know get that list down to five songs and you are one of them that's a win yeah yeah that's yeah. a win and, the, and and so the nomination is a win but yes would i want would i love to win yes of course and it's my yeah. dad's, it's my dad's birthday this yeah. year yeah you know, April 25th, my dad would have been 105 years old. He was the first person to believe in me. He would take me to publishers when I was 15. I was a little arrogant, little asshole songwriter thinking I was great. And he would, he, he would, he got me a subscription to Billboard and I would study. I sucked at school, but I studied who wrote every song, who produced every song. I didn't really, you know, I mean, I just, you know, so my dad was such a force in my life. And now the Oscars are on his birthday. And I don't know, you know. That's very touching. You're making me cry. I knew that because she told me, and I thought it it is an amazing uh, moment. We we you will leave it with him. Yeah, I mean, Dad, <laughs> listening. <laughs> so you know. Um, out of out of your Oscar nominated songs, was there one that was particularly the most challenging? To, to write, Diane. And what I mean is, you know, a lot of this in composing songs and composing score, yeah. it's, there's, there's a compromise along the way. No, I don't, I don't feel like any of them were compromised. Probably the most like, difficult- Like with studio executives or the producer, yeah. or the director, there's a lot of, it, 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 sometimes it's not just, you know, one's vision and that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because when you're when you're doing this, you're not, you know, it's a collaborative process. You know, it's not me just yeah. writing, giving it to an artist. I mean, I'm in the service of a film, and you know, I've had a couple of ones that were difficult. I mean, I remember right, you know, there you'll be from Pearl Harbor. Like Jerry Bruckheimer had me rewrite it, you know, 50 times. It was kind of annoying. <laughs> um, and then how do I live? There were two versions, you know, both Leanne Rhymes and Trisha Yearwood. That was a whole other crazy story. Um, so that ended up, but they all ended up great. So even if anything is is difficult, like as long as it ends up great. And most of my experiences are great with movies, you know, including this one. This is like, and you know what's really interesting when you sometimes with some of these songs, especially some of these later songs I've, I've been involved with, I've written, is is they kind of correlate with what's going on in the world, you know, whether it's you know or, or till it happens to you. Yeah, it was written for you know I wrote it for the the documentary on sexual assault, but. I never said what it was. And I thought the song could have a bigger, 
impact than just that movie. Although even culturally, that song was super important to help start the Me Too movement, really. Got people talking about stuff, sexual stuff they never talked about. Um, some of these other songs, Stand Up For Something, became like a protest anthem that I wrote for Marshall. So that, you know, um, and you have a song like, you know, like, like, like EOC was seen where look at everybody that feels invisible right now that like we there's these songs that are in these movies but they they transcend they're they're perfect for the movies that's what they have to be they have to be literally this is the voice of Madame Rosa but then outside of the movie it becomes an anthem for people you know it becomes them saying look at me you know like I'm not seen and, and here's a song saying I want you to know that you're seen it's it's pretty deep, you know, how yes. like that. So I don't know, it's kind of this interesting thing that's happened with the last bunch of songs, especially, especially, especially this song. You're right. Um, Ringo Starr, you worked with Ringo Starr last year. Tell us yep. about that. Was this a long time coming? Have you, have you tried to work with a former Beatle before? <laughs> Ringo, <laughs> so I did a song of mine a long time ago, but he came to me for a song and I, I have this song called Here's to the Nights that was, you know, I'd had, I wrote a couple of years ago and I go, hmm, that's the perfect song for him. And I had a whole vision and I had, and my ulterior motive was to get Paul McCartney on it. So I said, Ringo, let's do this song. Let's get your old friends, Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And, and let's get your new friends. Let's get, cause it's this kind of almost like you know, pub song, Tears of the Nights We Won't Remember with the Friends We Won't Forget. You know, it's a really fun, good sing-along song. Um, and so the first person, he, he loved the idea and he called Paul and Paul said, yes. I can't believe I have two fucking Beatles on my song. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, as I've, in the video, you see them singing to you. I'm like, I, I still pinch myself because it's crazy because I, I was the biggest Beatle fan and still am. Like, if the little kid me could see that, you know. Um, and then we got like, you know, Chris Stapleton, Lenny Kravitz, Cheryl Crow, Joe Walsh, Dave Grohl, you know, all kinds of really cool people, you know, like new Phineas, you know, um, old and new friends, you know, but yeah, it's pretty cool. The, the, this has been, I mean, I know this pandemic year has been terrible, you know, for a lot of people, but I'm so, so blessed, so many great things, whether it's like having two Beatles on my song, whether it's this beautiful song that we've created here that's really having an impact i don't know laura you're getting a lot of notes from people i'm getting so many notes from people yeah what it means to them right now lots of colleagues which usually are not calling you for a song because sometimes you're fighting with them uh, when the song was released a lot of them from italy france and spain and mexico they wrote me and uh Wow, what's that? I mean, amazing. And but some, I want to tell you something, Diane. You 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 said a list of amazing artists, but don't forget you are Diane Warren. I mean, they also have to thank. We also want to thank you. It's it's strange. I understand the Beatles. I understand, but they they are the Beatles also because they know the power of other artists around them. They help them, they support them, and you are part of these people. So uh, you just have to understand, you get up, wake up in this morning, every morning, and you are the young one. So that's, that's a good. Good deal. <laughs> <laughs>
it's a, it's a pleasure for us to have you in our life. Well, thank you so much. Wow, thank you. Before we go, uh, Laura and Diane, tell us what you're working on next. Oh, well, I'm gonna be working with Laura again. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Uh, I just postponed it for uh, some weeks, um, the, the, the working for the new album. So I don't know exactly. I think um, when I'll be back in Italy for the, uh, from um, the Oscars, I will, I will start again working on the new album. And I'm very excited to listen more music than ever. So uh, actually is arriving a lot of things from all over the world. That really makes me feel uh, curious because um, it's, it's interesting. It's long, but it's an interesting search in lots of kind, different kind of uh, style of music. So I wanna, I wanna try to listen everything and to make demos. And, and of course, I cannot wait to listen to Diane's new idea and, and share with her my emotions. Awesome, yay. And I'm doing a features album <clears throat> that I'm excited about too, where I'm like a DJ curating <laughs> you know and yeah new songs it's gonna be it's gonna be cool who's yeah. on the tell us who's on the album well i mean i have to whittle it down you know laura we gotta do something on volume two i definitely <laughs> down the ones it's like so hard to get it down to like i really want you to be a part of it like i mean i already have like volume two i, I was from two. italy i promise from italy for yeah, this voice <laughs> but right now i have like john legend i have um santana with g easy um, nice. Miran mm -hmm. Morris, um, Celine Dion, um, uh, a lot of, a lot of, you know, Ty Dolla Sign. So it's kind of all over the place, you know. That's and nice because they're very different. This is beautiful. They're all, oh, it's all opposites. I mean, when do you have, when do you have Darius Rucker on a record with, you know, Celine Dion, with with Ty Dolla Sign and 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 yeah, Janae Aiko. It's gonna it's gonna be a cool record. Actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have to cut it down, to, but I have to. It's a good problem, I guess. <laughs> but sometime, sometime this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Probably in July-ish. End of July. I don't know. It was supposed to come out earlier, but we're still. These songs have to get mixed. All kinds of stuff. Someone wants to re-sing their parts. Yeah, it sounds great. We have to re-sing it again. You know all that. <laughs> you know, just and what a what a thrilling time. And Laura, you must be so excited. Like, are you like totally excited? Like I'm. Yeah. I am totally excited. I cannot wait to, to understand what will, what are we going to leave? I don't know, but everything will be beautiful because yeah. this is such a, you really need to pinch me because yeah. sometimes uh, I, I wake up and I said, is still true? I don't oh, know. Wait, wait. How about when you won the, the, the best thing ever is Laura's reaction when we won the Golden Globe. No, my God, I couldn't believe, like I was screaming that my, like, ah! It was awesome. Fuck. I want to say fuck, but it, I couldn't because uh, <laughs> and yeah, I could, I <laughs> you are the one who can say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can bleep me everywhere, so. Well, as we say in Italian, good luck in Boca al Lupo. Yes, and we have to answer to you. Crepi il lupo. Break, break uh, the leg, you said uh, in English, but. Uh, last time. Don't say yeah, we need to say that. And 
crossing fingers and everything. We also say in culo a la balena, which is not very nice. Culo is shit, right? Culo. Oh, oh, I kind of know what that is. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then, so... All, all the things that we can say, we, we use it. And then we, we are going to leave something. Everything we are expecting will be great. Don't worry, Diane. What's the name of your father? David. David, David Warren. Warren. Okay. Sorry, but I wanted to, because I was thinking about him during these last two weeks while I discovered and then uh, I thought I need to know because I like this kind of, um, you know, energies. There. Send, you, I'll send you a picture to see. So. Yes, please. I sent my my parents' picture. You just have to send. Yes. Them. You're yeah. so lucky you have them. Yeah, I know. You're you're right. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oscar nominees: Diane Warren and Laura Pasini, Milibachi, Miligrazzi. Milibachi. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call Podcast on Deadline. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro, and our podcast series has been produced by David Janov. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode.